Hello, everyone, and welcome to That's a Dumb Rule podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Greg. Greg, today we're talking about stoppage time in soccer. And this is one of those rules that I love because you made a face before we even started recording. <laughs> so let's jump right into it. Would you define the rule as it's described in the rules of soccer? In the rule book, rule, it's Law 7, Section 3, states, Allowance for time lost. Allowance is made by the referee in each half for all time lost in that half through number one substitutions number two assessment and or removal of injured players number three wasting time number four discipline disciplinary sanctions and number five medical stoppages number six delay relating to VAR checks and reviews. VAR, which is like an electronic system that reads if the ball went over a line. Got it. Like tennis. Okay, and then finally, any other cause, including any significant delay to a restart. Yeah. In other words, goal celebration (laughs) would be one of them. So that's how it's defined in in the rule book. Yeah. And I don't even know where to start with this, because every time I watch soccer, which admittedly isn't very much, I just never quite get what this is all about. So basically... As a, I can talk a little bit about this because I was a former soccer player. And the reason is, and I, I guess I can kind of give two perspectives. When you're playing the game, you're thinking about, I'm playing 45 minutes, then another 45 minutes. Right. I'm playing that. So there's no timeouts, and people are going to fall down, and we've got to go get the ball from out of bounds, or we got to pick this guy up because he got hurt, or... We're going to play 90 complete minutes of Actual soccer. Actual playing time. Yes. Okay. So the goal is to hit that mark. That's like the expectation. Uh, so the referee is basically saying, all right, because this is never going to go smoothly, it's never going to work out perfectly. We're never just going to have from the minute I blow the whistle, the minute the game stops, you guys are just playing soccer. Okay. There's going to be the ball goes far out of bounds and you got to take a minute to go get it mm-hmm. or this guy needs to be lifted off and assisted or uh, somebody got assessed a red card and I need to send them off and we need to have a discussion about player behavior. Oh, that's not game time, right? Okay. So he's saying in fairness to the both teams, because I took out three minutes to talk to two players and say, Hey, I don't want any more of this action right. or Hey, let's help get your buddy off the field or Hey, there's a fan on the field trying to run across it. Right. Right. We're going to make sure I give you every moment to play a fair and equal game, meaning 45 complete minutes and then 45 other complete minutes. Now, where this gets really confusing and where I actually dislike this rule, but it is a tradition, is the ref makes it up on the spot. He has a watch, and sometimes he'll time how long, stop, like if he has to stop the game right. for a substitution yep. or if he has to stop the game for an injury, sometimes he'll time it. I have seen other refs not time it at all and just take it into their head of feels like three minutes need to be really? added here. Yeah, yeah. I've played oh with a ref that used to do that wow. where I could tell he just wasn't paying attention to how time went by. He would just always add three minutes. Okay. <laughs> the standard is somewhere between two to three minutes of stoppage time. So, again, if we're going into a half and there was, a, let's say, a long throw in, took a while for the guy to get to the ball, a goalkeeper took a long time to kick the ball back into play, they'll probably add three to two minutes. And that way we can play for those final moments that we should have been playing in the beginning. Um, I hope, do do you have any questions on that? I know that seems kind of funny. Okay, so here's my 
main question is why don't they just stop the clock when the ball goes out of bounds? Yeah, so that's one of the easiest things that that could be done. But in totality, my great the way that I would describe it is the game really doesn't stop when the ball goes out of bounds. So let's say you take the ball out and it's a throw in, right? right? The guy's on the line. Yeah. He can take his time to throw it in and wait for players to come. Okay. And they'll make runs and they'll move. So do you time that? Do you not time that? Oh, I see. So if he's just kind of, and he fakes one way and he puts it the other, right. well, what's the rules on that? So they yeah. leave the clock running because it is a more cerebral game. And they it's really played between the temples more than just your feet. Okay. So when, even when the ball goes out of bounds and players are doing stuff, or if a goalkeeper takes a while to get to the pitch, he's usually trying to do something with that. He's usually trying right. to delay. Or he's trying to wait for a guy to make a run. Right, sure. So they constantly are keeping the clock going, and the ref just says, I'm just going to add this after. Because wow. you know what? It's easier than me saying stop, stop, or let stop, go. Right. Or having the referee moment in the NFL where, like, uh, clock manager put 25 seconds back on the clock. Right, right. They just jump over all of that. And they just said, it's determined by the ump. Just give us extra time as you see fit, and that's fair to the game. So that the players can play a total complete ninety minute game. And is it always one referee that's the the lead referee? Yeah, the lead referee will be in control of when to blow the whistle. He has the whistle, and he's in the middle of the field. He's running with the players, so So you can usually spot him. So he blows the whistle when time is up. Yeah, he blows it usually like three times, and he'll also blow it when the game starts. He'll blow it at half, when half resumes, and then when half ends. Okay. When you're playing on the field, to make this really confusing for you, we don't have a clock. We can't see, that's what we can't see anything. Crazy. We can't see How anything. How do you know if there's five minutes left or 15 minutes left? You can ask the ref. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes. Okay. If he speaks English. When I was in, when I was in Israel, that didn't happen. Um, but if you're playing in certain stadiums, you can see the time. So they but do have it up on a board. Sometimes okay. they do. Okay. Got it, got but it. if you went to a school like where I went to yeah. and you play in a field... There wasn't a scoreboard. No you scoreboard. don't know. Okay. So the idea is, in purity of the game, regardless of where you play it, whether there's a scoreboard, whether there's you're just playing in a cow pasture, a right. referee is able to control the game regardless, and they they put it on rails that way. So here's the big question I have. Let's say it's the end of the first half, so you've played 45 minutes, but there's going to be five extra minutes of playing time because mm-hmm. of stoppage time, right? So... You're in that five-minute period, and a t- it's a tie game. and Or it doesn't matter if it's tie game, but a team has a breakaway. And oh, the yeah. guy is going down to the field, and the ref's like, eh, time's up. Will he wait for that play to – he will not. He or, will actually... I'm sorry, he will. And okay. this is a gentleman's rule. You won't find this in the book. Okay. And this was a big discussion at the World Cup. I believe it was with Japan. Japan was in bonus time and had a really good opportunity to score a goal. And the unspoken rule is if a team has possession and is in an attacking position, mm-hmm. like they're, they've built something up, like this could be something, right? you do not stop the play. Okay. You allow them to play through it. If the ball gets cleared to the other end of the field and that attacking team has to run and go get it, that's when the ref will blow it. Got but it. if they are in full go mode and they are going down on the defense, this is it's a game. So this play is, the game. This is very different from a 
truly timed game, like the yeah. NFL, for example, where if that clock hits zero, I don't care where you are, yeah. that game's over. And you'll hear, like, I, I'll never forget, there was, it was an Everton-Liverpool game, really heavy-handed rivals. Mm-hmm. And Liverpool had the ball. And I don't even remember the score, but it was very, very important to the winning of that year's of that year's um, season. Okay. Because they don't do tournaments as sure, often. Sure. Um, and in the bonus time, people were timing. You know, the ref said we're going to have three minutes of stoppage time, and right. they started a timer, and it went like five minutes. Really. And people were jeering, saying like, "Blow the whistle! Blow the whistle! Wow. Blow the whistle!" And it was because the attacking team had possession of the ball. And was working with it, like was doing something. Yeah. And so the ref felt that they deserved an opportunity to finish that possession. And so here they go. They get an extra minute and a half. And it's just unmarked stoppage time. It just, the clock keeps going and the ref just blows the whistle when he feels the game has been completed. Okay. So I'm not sure I like that. (laughs) No, it's fine. You don't have to. I didn't like how they did it in the World Cup, if it makes you feel better. Yeah. I think it's... Well, why don't we just do this now? Um, okay. yeah. Good rule, bad rule, dumb rule. Dumb rule. Yeah. I think <laughs> I, it's a good rule. Oh, you do? Okay. I do. And I, I, I'd i like to hear your... I think you're right coming from how we grew up with sports, though. Yeah. So why don't you break I remember you playing think. soccer in grade school, and I always remembered, like, when we get to the end of the game, I'm like, I was just, like, terrified <laughs> that the ref was going to blow the whistle. Yeah. And, and every it's, time he did, yeah. I would be Suspense. like... Oh, yes. Yeah. I just... I, and I never thought about like oh maybe they should have a, a clock and you know where yeah we can see it, and but... i guess i misspoke there is a timekeeper ref so there's usually four there's okay. a keeper on the side he stands in between the coaches at midfield okay he also will help with substitutions and he'll let players know like okay we're taking 10 off and five's going on okay so to keep that because you only have three subs so it's a right. very formal thing to sub a player yeah and then you have two lines judges one for each end of the field yeah and they call offside, and they note penalties as they happen. They'll also signal if they see a goal. Yep. At least that's how it used to be. Now we have VAR, right. which is video-assisted refereeing. Ah, okay, um, that's what that is. Yeah, it's it's just like tennis, where if it hits that line, it can follow the ball. Okay. And then we have the actual, I call him a field judge. He's just the ref. Like, he's the referee. He's the lead. And um, his job is to communicate with the players how he wants that game to be played. Okay. And he'll also confront the coaches. He is the boss of the field. Got it. All the other referees go to him. Okay. So that's kind of how the hierarchy works. So he is in ultimate control of the timing and how that works. So, yeah, I can see it being a really dumb rule hmm. because, yeah, you grow up not knowing. I hated it when I was in high school because we didn't have a <laughs> clock on the field. We didn't right. have one. I know. <laughs> so I, I just kind of had this instinct in the back of my head that I knew when I had 10 minutes left. Right, because either my legs were telling me, or the timing in my head could tell me, because sure. I had played so many games. Sure, yeah. Um, but nowadays, players are they're very knowledgeable of what the refs doing, and they're okay. very outspoken about what they think is best for the game. But it's the refs' final call, and that's kind of the idea behind soccer is that tradition of we have one person determining what is the fair outcome at the end of it, and allowing these teams to give their best opportunity in what is a given fair amount of time, 90 right. minutes to however long. I think it can be used in really dumb ways. So I'll go my half of this. Okay. I think it's a good rule okay. when used appropriately, but people abuse it a lot. Okay. I mean, we were having nine-minute stoppage time at the right. World Cup, which is 
if you're starting at 90 minutes, then that goes to 100 minutes. And let's say the game's a tie. Well, in the World Cup, we do two 15-minute halves of overtime. So now we're going to 130 minutes of play. And then we go to penalty shootouts. So now we're going to a game that's just ridiculously long. I, I do think referees, you know, have to be more... They need to be held more responsible of if a goalkeeper's taking time off the clock, card him. Just pull that yellow card oh. out because you can card him for that. You can. Okay. You can card him for that. And just be, listen, you're here to play the game. Let's go. It's tough to do, but the card will will push things along. We'll it's a things. very aggressive way of pushing the things okay. along. Okay. Um, if there's an injury, that's what stoppage time should be for. Right. If there's a player or if there's a, a fan on the field, that's stoppage time. But if a team is purposely using time against the other team, that is a tactic. They're playing against it. That yeah, shouldn't be ki- used. They're, they're killing the clock. Yeah, right? they I mean, shouldn't have to use that in stoppage time. You don't need uh, to give okay. them that back. Sure, sure. So I think it really is, you know, for lack of a better way to put this, culturally soccer's all over the world, and there's going to be different ways of, of refing it. And so because of that, we get different styles of refing. From I mean, just England alone produces different kinds of refs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think it just needs to be held to a higher accountability of what we call as good use of stoppage time and right. what shouldn't be. Because nine minutes on and adding another 10 minutes to a game, right. that's going to be 130 minutes now. That's a lot of time to be talking about. And what were you doing that 10 minutes passed by that right. we weren't playing soccer? Yeah. So it's... It, it really is something that means we were only playing 35 minutes of a game, at least assuming it's right, a half. Right. So there's a lot of questions I have, but I do think it's a good rule because it's one of the most iconic parts of soccer is hmm. we got to the 90th minute. Now it's time for stoppage wow. time. Are they going to get it? Are they not? Yep. And, so. and one thing that I should point out, too, is in soccer, the clock, correct me if I'm wrong, but the clock goes, goes up. Up yeah, instead of down, to 90. right? Yeah, so it starts at zero and goes up to ninety minutes, which is kind of weird. But let me just give a couple numbers here, real quick, Please, before we yeah. wrap up. So the average stopping stoppage time is usually between one and five minutes. Mm-hmm. There can be obviously longer times, such as ten or twelve, ten, eleven, or twelve minutes. But usually it's I don't know, anywhere from one to five. I don't think is there ever a case when there's not stoppage time. Oh or? yeah, All oh the there time. is. Okay. And then just a couple notes here. The longest one was 28 minutes, and the reason why they had that is because the floodlights <laughs> stopped working three times. That's during the great. Match. So that, that of was course just, they yeah. would do that. Yeah. They wouldn't just delay the game. <laughs> but yeah, they don't. Sometimes they don't call it at all. That's generally okay. um, interesting. I've seen games mostly in like just league games. Every yeah. you know your your casual game, they won't call it at all. Okay. Um, it's generally when the game has been of high intensity that they'll call it but it is it's common i would say they do it two out of three times they'll do it okay so it is more common than not all right well i go on record of saying i think it's dumb (laughs) (laughs) i think it's completely fair if i wasn't a soccer player and a homer i'd probably be going with you but um awesome well any parting thoughts before we head out no i think that's it awesome well thank you guys so much for listening if you want to get in contact with the show or listen to past podcasts visit our website at that'sadumrule.com. Otherwise, tune in next time for another Dumb Rule.